You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you here on this Wednesday morning. Thanksgiving Eve coming up at 20 minutes. Ed Egros joins us to break down the NFL Week 12 slate. And we got to ask Ed about our thoughts on the Vikings and going all in here with the with the Super Bowl and the NFC, them and the Niners. We'll, we'll dive with, into all that with Ed coming up. About 40 minutes from now, we'll have uh, Nickel or Dime. We haven't played Nickel or Dime this week, so we'll do that coming up about 40 minutes. And Lightning Bets about one hour from now. But, everyone, let's keep rolling through some of these Week 12 games here. And I mentioned before the break, there's one game I don't think we've touched on almost at all this week. And it's an interesting number on the game. So the Bengals, coming off their win over the Raiders, are back at home. Sort of uh, three straight home games for the Bengals. They are four-and-a-half-point favorites over the Steelers. Pittsburgh coming off of that, you know, kind of wild ending Sunday night, loss to the Chargers. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, this is a big game for the AFC North, but certainly just for wild card, you know, seeding and, and purposes and, and playoff purposes. The Bengals already beat the Steelers once. Total on the game is 45. <laughs> feels like it's a big number. I like the Bengals. Yeah. I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. This feels like a pretty big number, them laying four and a half points. The Bengals beat the Steelers 24-10 in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like the Bengals have come back down to earth a little bit, and the Steelers have been putting together some wins. I think I actually like the Steelers in this one. Um, the Bengals have failed to cover their last three home games. So, I don't know. I don't know if I – I really think I do like the Steelers as these short um, road dogs here. I'm, I'm going to probably bet on the Steelers in this one, I think. Yeah, the Bengals, as much as I like them, and I think they're going to find their way uh, to a playoff spot, they have not been trustworthy against the spread. So they are now, I think they're 1-5 in five the next week against the spread after a straight-up win. So when they win, the next week, they're they're not playing as well. I and mean, we remember what happened with the Jets. The Jets game just kind of still sticks out in my head that they can have these kind of letdown moments where they can be like, oh, yeah, it's all right. You know, they're, they're good. And then, boy, they lose to the Jets. So four and a half feels like a lot. Like if this number was at three, three and a half, I'd feel better about it. But four and a half feels like a lot of points. And the Steelers, as much as we just kind of are down on them, they're still in this playoff mix. Like, this is a big game. They they really are. And they did get the cover in L.A. against the Chargers. Um, So I think this team is quietly doing their thing. Um, So it kind of reminds me how the Patriots were slowly just quietly doing their thing. I mean, the Steelers are just in the background. Like, as you said, it's a team we haven't talked about because – we're just not talking about them. But there they are. I wouldn't be surprised if they get the cover. Maybe not the outright win, but I'd like to take my chances, especially since those short road dogs have been pretty successful this season. Maybe this is, once again, another one of those teams that does well. Yep, they, they could be. So they are they are four-and-a-half-point underdog on Sunday um, in Cincinnati. All right, one game that we touched on a little bit yesterday, and there's some line movement here. The Vikings, 49ers. Now, Paul and I are on the Vikings <laughs> – we're, we're big on the bike. It's a big game for the NFC future here. Um, now, did you see three and a half at some point, Paul? I'm, I'm seeing right now is it's at three on FanDuel Sportsbook. Vikings yeah. plus the three on FanDuel. I did see some three and a halves uh, okay. looking around, which obviously did not make me feel great about taking the three. And I was just so I, I looked a little bit closer at it and I'm just trying to figure out like why or how. And I guess, you know, that. The Minnesota run defense is kind of surprisingly bad. 
And so, like, obviously that's what San Francisco is going to try and do and Kyle Shanahan is going to try and do. Um, net yards per play, success rate on offense. The Niners have been – they've been figuring it out a little bit. But I will happily take a field goal with the Vikings at a explosive, potentially explosive offense against a 49ers pass defense that is in the bottom third of the league and has the potential to just, like, give up big plays. So I – the market is telling me be a little nervous, but I, I just, I, I can't, if you, if you can get three and a half and it's not super juiced, I would endorse taking that as well. I, I certainly would not lay the three and a half with the Niners and the Niners at home. What do they have? Was it one win in the last two years? Something like that. Yeah. That came yeah. a couple of weeks ago against the 49ers. I mean, if you look at some of the numbers, like, you know, yards per play, uh, yards per play allowed, I can see why Vegas loves the Niners. I think they're top 10 in both. Like they look yeah. like there's the bones there of a good team. Both of these teams, like, it's pretty clear one's going to go on a run. And this is going to kind of be that sp- the final springboard, like, oh, wow, they're rolling now. It's a matter of which one do you trust. I like Cousins better than Garoppolo. And I think yeah. in a game like this could come down to who's ha- who leads that last drive or fourth quarter drive. I mean, neither of them you feel like you want to put your life on the line with these two quarterbacks. But no. I do like Cousins over Garoppolo. And the and, Niners' defense has really stepped up, but Kirk Cousins, with all of his weapons, I think they can overcome that. Um, both teams have won uh, two straight, right? And then, yep. I don't know, the 49ers ran over the Jags, so is some of that an overreaction? A part of me, like, this this um, reminds me of last week when we were like, how are the Cowboys underdogs, right? Isn't that what we were saying? Um, we were. We yeah, were. and it kind of reminds me of that with this this line this week about the Vikings. Um, but what if you put the Vikings in a teaser, too? You could do that. Just don't yeah, put them I, in four teasers like I did with the Cowboys. I think I did <laughs> do that earlier. Every teaser. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did actually kick them up when they were at two and a half. I kicked them up to eight and a half So um, with the Washington football team. So I did do that. Um, something we'll bring up with Ed Egras and let him know we're going to ask him about this. Like the idea that the winner of this team is obviously in the driver's seat for a playoff uh, spot, and the loser isn't dead. And when you think about the competition for that last playoff spot, the Saints, the Eagles are definitely on the up and up. I would, I would put them yeah. above, you know, whoever else is in the mix, the Panthers, eh, kind of, I guess. But if you wanted to, if you're looking at the futures, San Francisco, 26 to 1 to win the NFC, Minnesota's 28 to 1. Uh, Super Bowl, both 60 to 1. Now, we talked about it. We're, we're on the Vikings. Joe G and I are on the Vikings uh, at those prices. But if you wanted to diversify your portfolio a little bit and take both, that's something we're going to ask Ed about. I don't hate that idea just because one is definitely springboarding very much into the mix of the playoff picture, and the other one is not dead. So if you can get both, you get two bullets at those odds into the playoffs somehow. I think that's something we'll certainly. Uh, talk about it in our next segment, but something I'm definitely going to consider. Yeah, and and these aren't like out of nowhere teams. I mean, these teams right. have both been in the playoffs. I mean, the Niners have been to a Super Bowl. Both coaches have coached deep into the playoffs, Super Bowl or at least a title game with Zimmer. So, and then you go and the Niners part of this was this supposed to be what they were they doing were. anyway? Yes, their their total was like ten and a half for the season. They had I would say before the year what eighteen or so to one Super Bowl odds. Like they were in that mix. They were in that teens area. This isn't out of nowhere. So. It may have just taken them a little while. And, you know, we had Mike Lombardi on on Monday, and he said there's a team not playing well right now. I guess the Niners are. But, like, the idea is 
Thanksgiving time. The Bucks last year went on a run. They didn't lose again. So is it one of these teams? Maybe. I mean, I guess the odds are it's probably not going to be. But yeah, we'll definitely ask Ed about that coming up in, in about 20 minutes because it is it is interesting. Um, the Rams-Packers game area is still at one. It was at one and a half. It's still at one. The Rams are still getting a point. I, I think the Rams are better. I mean, I, I don't know how to say it other than that. I think the Rams are better. Rodgers is dealing with an issue with his toe. No David Bakhtiari. This feels like a good spot for the Rams off of their bye. I know the game's in Lambeau, and you know you always kind of lean Packers late in the season when they're at home, but we've seen that doesn't matter much this year. I, I, I love the Rams plus the one. I mean, that also could be a teaser spot. Aaron to move them up to seven, but I think the Rams could win that game just straight up. I agree, um, especially with the whole. We heard Aaron Rodgers earlier in the show. He's banged up. Something's going on with his toe. I don't trust the Packers' defense that much recently either. I do think maybe you get a little bit for being at Lambeau, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams win this game. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think it's a total. I could see it going either way. It's obviously a rematch of last year's playoff game where the Packers ended up winning, um, but obviously a different quarterback for the Rams. So it's it's interesting. You got Lafleur, you got you know McVay. So uh, one of the best games of the weekend for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I, I'm I'm wondering where the money's going to end up coming in on the Titans and Patriots if we're going to see any line movement there. It's at six. It was five and a half. It's it's six now. I I just. Six points the Titans are getting in this game feels like an enormous overreaction. The total is only 44. And 44. I like this Patriots team. They're ahead of the Titans in my power rankings. I'm, I'm in, but six points? Six points a ton. I'm with yeah. you. Like, And there have been a lot of injuries that the Titans are dealing with. But, I mean, looking at the Patriots' uh, schedule and their point differential, like they've got a great point differential, but they've also built that up against teams like the Jets and right. you know, the Falcons. And it's, it's. I'm not saying it's not legit, but is it as you know, as elevated as it should be, um, or should it be really be that high? And they've hung. I'm not saying they're not a good team. They've hung with the, you know, they, what they beat the Chargers, hung with the Cowboys. Like right. they're a good team. I just don't know that I'm ready to lay a touchdown with the Patriots and Mac Jones. I agree. I'm tempted to take the Titans. I've been waiting for this line to go to like seven <laughs> so I can yeah. take them. But I don't know if money's going to come in on the Patriots like that. Um, but at this point, I think I might pass or I would lean Titans plus the six. Um, but yeah. Uh, look, I also think the Patriots are a team that bullies teams that aren't as tough as they are. Like that's the kind of brand of football Belichick wants to play. Titans have never backed down since Rabel got there to them. They they play with them. That. This feels like a low-scoring, close game. I would take the the, the uh, Titans plus six. Ed Egros, FanDuel will join us next. His thoughts, we diversify our portfolio on the NFC long shots. We'll hit that in all the Week 12 games next. But Ed Egros of FanDuel on Becky Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Enjoy a football feast this Thanksgiving Day by winning $150 on a $5 bet when you join FanDuel Sportsbook. New customers, this is your chance to gobble up 31 odds, just place your first bet on any NFL te- team to win Thanksgiving Day. I would take Dallas to win their Thanksgiving game over Las Vegas. FanDuel sports betting made simple, and they're always hooking you up with great offers. And when you win, you get paid in as little as two hours. Sign up with promo code BETQL to get in on the action. Celebrate Thanksgiving by winning $150 on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code BETQL 
when you sign up exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bets. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. 